joining me in the room podcast to talk about her next MMA fight for Neff at Neff 47 a week from this Saturday is Glory the Fury Watson in the house. Hi, Steve. Hi, Glory. Always a pleasure to talk to you. You're always so sweet, but when you get in that cage, it's a different animal. How are you feeling about this next opportunity jumping back in there for Neff? Always feel great stepping back in for uh, Matt Peterson. He is such a great promoter, and he's done phenomenal things with the um, the promotion, and it's done a lot for my career as well. So I'm really looking forward to that, and stepping in there for my fourth professional bout is very exciting. Fourth professional fight. Uh, this will be your second pro fight for them. Your first two fights were for MMA were out of the New England region. How was it getting back for them as far as the MMA cage? You did have a fight as far as professional Muay Thai with them, but getting back to your bread and butter MMA, how great was it to uh, you know get back in their cage? It's absolutely phenomenal. Like the fighting, the whole thing that is fighting is so amazing in itself. But having a team of people that are behind you and want to see you succeed and you're not a, a feeder for someone or you're not, they're not just looking strictly to make money, but someone who genuinely cares about your career is unparamounted in this career choice. Well, as we see with Matt, uh, it's hard for women to get fights, not only Neff, in New England in general. I mean, we don't even have uh, rankings for uh, weight class. It's it's basically pound for pound because there's not enough women. So for Matt, you know, to bring in and get you them fights, you know, how special is that? I mean, he's bringing in really good talent to elevate your game and to make you better to get you to your goals to the, you know, the biggest in, in, in the world. I most definitely am very lucky in that regard that Matt Peterson has worked so closely with my head coach, Chris Young, for so long. I believe coaches had maybe one event where they didn't have fighters on it. Other than that, we've had fighters on every single NEF card. And even if there weren't fighters on, we made sure we went and we supported Matt Peterson because he does so much for us. And it's having Matt as a support system in such a crazy world that MMA is, is I'm incredibly grateful for that. I also, it's very give and take. Um, I understand that a lot of times it's difficult to find women. And I also understand that women that do come up want to make money if they're going to fight. So I, for me, this has never been about money. It will never be about money. So I would rather take little to no purse and let my opponent get whatever they want to come up and take it from there. So Matt Peterson has been really good about working with me in that regard. And I'm just incredibly grateful. And you don't get that much from promotion and fighter that, that relationship right there to get a fight done. Um, and the fights that you've been getting, uh, have been really, really high caliber. I mean, you've had that one fight with Hillary Rose where she jumped in because an MMA fight fell through and what a fighter to jump in and give you your first pro, uh, Muay Thai fight there, man. How did that experience? I mean, you're fighting another woman's pioneer in the New England M MMA area, where she's killing it on the scene right now. How was it to get in the in in the ring or the cage? I mean, with her and mix it up with a, a woman that's really good on her feet as well. It was just such an amazing experience. 
um, I came out learning a lot about what I needed to do as a fighter. Um, and it just kind of changed my perspective. And going against her, I believe she made her pro debut in the same year I made my amateur debut, if I remember correctly. Uh, so we are quite, there's a big gap in experience in that regard. But to go in there and to not be finished and to have been able to put together some good combinations myself is, it's humbling in one regard, but it's really nice to know that the hard work that I'm putting in is actually going somewhere. Yeah, it was an amazing fight. Very, very entertaining fight. And as always, at the end of your fights, the camaraderie, the, the, the respect between you and your opponent, win or lose is always top notch and it's something beautiful to see. Uh, Glory, to get to this, uh, you know, this last fight in February, when you made that, you know, your, your, your walk to the cage for uh, Neff, um, man, it was an amazing fight. It was the best fight I've seen you in, uh, in all your, all your fights. I mean, you're getting better every fight as it is, but this was something that you, you put together that was just a, a work of art. I mean, you showed everything in there as far as an Arsenal man. Looking back at that fight, um, how do you feel about it overall, um, you know, your, your experience and uh, your effort in there? So overall, I think that was a fight that I really needed. I think that there was a moment, actually, the commentators, uh, they mention it. I, I get hit with a punch, and then I get this huge smile on my face, and I just go. And I remember in that moment, I got hit with that and flash a white light, and I'm like, this is not how I want this fight to go. And that's the time where you make the decision. You decide, you're like, I'm either going to continue to be on the receiving end of this, or I'm going to step up and I'm going to put forward what I have. And coach and I have talked about it quite a bit. And it's what it's all come down to is emotional investment. If I show up and I'm like, I'm really hesitant and I'm trying to do my best, but I'm hesitant because I don't want to put too much forward. And then you lose, you have that regret, the regret that I could have been more, I could have done more instead of going in there and putting everything out there and then finding out, so you do lose, but knowing you had nothing left. There was nothing left that you could have done. You did everything to the best of your ability. And I think that I was so worried about being perfect in my fights before that, that I let that go and I found that again. I found the whole, just flip the switch and go. As far as getting ready for this fight, um, what has changed? What's going on with training camp? Have you added anything new, any new training partners? What's going on with that? So my training camps have been very different every single time. Uh, but this camp versus my last last camp have been very similar. Uh, right now, my Young's MMA is in the middle of a transition. We're in the middle of opening a new facility, and we don't have the same team that we had before. We don't have the same bodies we had before, I guess is a better way to put it. So I've been traveling a lot. I travel on Tuesdays, I travel on Thursdays, and I travel on Saturdays. And being up in Bangor, there's not as many gyms as close as we would like. So I end up traveling two plus hours just down to get the gym to the gyms that I've been training. I've been training at Central Maine Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, at Famoso, which is just uh, Jason Bell and Ryan Burgess. And then occasionally we'll go to Gnostis as well. Just the guys and the girls at these places are phenomenal. And 
it's nice to have a team behind you, even if it's not your team. Like I support them, they support me, but we're all, when it comes down to it, we're in it for our own gyms. But it's the, like I said, camaraderie is a huge thing for me. And I love the respect that is built through MMA. So this camp has really, that has grown a lot. The relationships between gyms and fighters have grown a lot in this camp, which I think is really important. Excellent. Well, those are uh, a couple of gyms, Nostos and, um, you know, Central Maine, uh, some killers in there. So you're getting to the right gyms in Maine. As far as this fight coming, you're taking on another undefeated woman coming in there. Want to know Natalie Schlesinger. She's coming from New Jersey, another out-of-towner, um, coming to a unanimous decision back last summer. Uh, what are you thinking about this? What do you know about her as far as her game and, uh, you know, just just her racket and, and her fights in general. Yep, so I say this in every single interview because it's the truth. I don't know as much as some fighters would like to know. Um, Coach will watch everything. He'll watch all the footage. He'll do everything. We'll watch one, maybe a round of a fight, sometimes two, depending on how it looks. He's like, now you know what she looks like. You know kind of how she's going to fight. Now I'm going to do the rest. So he puts together my game plan. He doesn't tell me, be like, you're going to strike this fight. Just all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, we're doing a lot of striking. <laughs> so I don't have any idea. It just kind of builds very naturally in that regard. So I'm not focused on the game plan. He does it for me. So in that regard, I'm very lucky. And what I know of her is she seems very tough. If I remember correctly, she has every one of her fights has gone to a decision. So she definitely has a really good gas tank and um i'm really excited about this one yeah there's one fight i did see from her she did fight in new england for another promotion in new england and one of the fighters do i that i remember that she beat is a really up-and-coming amateur right now and ashley barrett mm -hmm. um who is a killer out there and she beat her in a, in a decision another decision so like you said she's got a gas tank Ashley's a really, really good uh, striker, jiu-jitsu. So this girl can grind, man. As far as this fight coming in, um, what does this fight do for you? You, uh, you know, you come away with a win. You're three and one. Um, a lot of fights, a lot of cards opening up. Some is coming. What does this fight do for you, as far as your record and getting you, you know, hopefully uh, to, you know, a bigger level. I mean, not necessarily the UFC. But, you know, something that can get you more eyes, not just necessarily in New England, but, you know, around the country. Yeah, and the problem with, like, so that question is difficult to answer because there's only so much I can do, right? There's only so much. I can only fight so many times. I can only fight a certain opponent if we can get them and all of these things. The eyes, you always want the eyes on you. It doesn't, regardless of if it's the UFC or Bellator or... If it ends up being contender series, you want those eyes on you because it means that what you're doing is something special. It means that you're doing something amazing. So this fight, I think, is just another fight that I I want to stand out. I want to do something that makes people say, wow, Glory Watson is going to be something amazing. And I think that that can happen with a lot of different caliber of opponents. And just like with my upcoming opponent and Natalie, I think it's going to be a a major battle of wills in this one, especially when, because she does have the gas tank that she has. Definitely. Well, um, another Neff fight, 
another sold out event coming. Um, what's the fan support going to be like at this one? Um, I don't know how far away this venue is from your home from that last one, but uh, what's it going to be like this time around? So it's about two hours. It's the same thing as Portland. It's just kind of going a little bit more this way, I guess, whichever direction. Main's huge. Not, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. All over the place. Uh, so it's about the same. It's about two hours. And my following has been, it's really been just about the same everywhere I go. Um, New York was the only event that I fought at that I didn't sell any tickets. Actually, I think I sold one. But that was, it was in the midst of COVID and everything was going on. So that was very difficult. Uh, but the fight before that, I fought in Florida and I sold 40 tickets. So I have a very loyal fan base. They're a little bit kooky and I love them all. And so this, and fight, that's the beautiful part about fighting in New England is I have my family and my really close friends in my gym. But then you have the people from, say, Evolution, where I fought Megan Rosado. Uh, there's people from Evolution that want to watch the progression of my career as well. So they're on my on my side of it, slight fans or major fans uh, in some cases. So it's having a home base in New England and just in New England MMA in general is it's really great to have. And that's why I think keeping all of the New England fighters where we have, like how everyone's just together is great. We can all be each other's biggest fans. Yeah, exactly. And Neff has amazing fighters and fans, um, you know, being in the back room, watching you uh, ladies and guys uh, get ready for fights, coming back after the fights. So many gyms are helping each other out back there, even, you know, opponents against opponents. I mean, it, eventually you, you always become friends, just like you said with uh, Evolution there. With this fight, um, I mean, back at Neff, what do we expect to see from you here? What, what do we expect to see from you after coming off that, that, that spectacular finish back in February uh, on May 14th? I guess what I would like to see and what I'm going to do my best to put forward is emotional investment, is showing that I am meant to be there, I'm supposed to be there, and anyone that's in the cage to me is kind of just in the way. It sounds really bad. It sounds so mean. Um, and I don't mean it in a mean way. Like, I, I wish the best of luck to my opponent. Um, but that's where I want to be. It's what I want to do. And the person in front of me is the person in the way. Well, you've been getting them out of the way uh, the last couple of fights in highlight fashion. So uh, excited for you to see you back uh, a week from this Saturday, Net 47, May 14th. Um, Glory. The Fury Watson. Uh, anything you want to say before I let you go? Sponsors, uh, social media. Uh, there might be a ticket or two that someone might want to scalp. You might want to give that number because uh, I know they're probably hard to come by. But throw anything out there you want to you want to let get out there, and I'll let you get going. Yeah. So sponsor wise, I could if I sit here and list them, we'll be here all day. So I'm gonna make a comment, and I'm gonna tag all of my sponsors in it when this video gets posted and that way they all get the recognition that they deserve because doing this would be so incredibly hard without the support of my sponsors, whether it's a trade of service or a monetary sponsor or friendship for all I care. I, <laughs> it's all, it's also important to being successful in this. So you just like, like and follow my uh, social media pages because that's important to say, I know that now. 
So everything's Glory Watson MMA because I'm very creative. Excellent. You know what? That's <laughs> the best thing to do, Glory. I mean, other fighters should take, you know, one social media tag through it all and everyone can find you really easy. So you're learning in the cage and out of the cage with that. So all the power to you. Um, Glory, can't wait to see you in a, a week from this Saturday, uh, putting it all together and going for that third win. And uh, we'll see what's going on uh, midsummer or, you know, a little after that. A lot of things coming up and a lot of opportunities for you to grow and get to where you want. So with that said, thank you so much, Glory. And you have a great week and a half up until fight night. Thank you so much, Steve. I really appreciate it. All right. We'll see you.